0: hello hello everybody and welcome back into another episode of the soul core battle spirits podcast my name is costi and i am your host as usual and today we will be continuing on the set 2 review with yellow and the newest color green we'll be talking about spirits nexus's magic and what you can do with them in the set 2 meta i haven't done too much testing for these two colors actually that's a lie i've done a lot of green testing i haven't done too much testing in yellow so i probably won't have too many comments to say um, but if you have tested yellow please let me know um, I would like to know some spice and things to spice up my deck lists with. But without any further ado, I'm hoping to keep this episode short so we can move on from the review and just talk about meta, decks, why you can play that's fun, and that sort of thing, which will be going on um, into our future episodes. But without any further ado, let's get going. But well, you already know, we cannot start an episode without shouting out the local gaming store, Grimdark Gaming, it is my locals where I play all of my card games. It's where I buy all of my singles, and they are supporting the store by providing you with a code for five percent off. This code is so TCG. Use that either online or in store to get five percent off your entire offer um, at Grimdark Gaming. That way, you'll be supporting the store a little bit while also supporting the podcast a little bit and getting some extra savings for yourself in the in the process. Um, Gladly, we're getting that out of the way to talk about yellow things, starting with. The Heavenly Gate Guardian, Clavus. Um, this looks like a very beautiful angel. Very feminine looking, but it's actually a dude, uh, <laughs> which is cool. Level 1, 2, 3, when summoned, select one of your spirits, return all yellow magic cards from your trash to your hand that costs the same as that spirit. Um, and level 3, it has when it attacks, this, when, it is, when the spirit is blocked, treat the blocking spirit as level 1 during the battle. So pretty interesting effects. Level 1, 5k, level 2, 7, level 3, 10 for 1, 3, and 4 calls respectively, and he costs 8 with 3 reductions, so you can play it for 5. Pretty interesting. Obviously, this is only for recurring your spells. You're not usually, well, I am assuming you won't be using it for the level 3 effect to make something level 1. This is something your opponent can just play around or just chump lock, so, and it's only for this specific spirit, so it's not like it gives your whole board this effect, which would be, would be pretty good, um, admittedly. So you're only pretty much using this, let's be honest, to get back all your exhaust nexuses. So this may be a late game sort of be all end or scenario where you've maybe used all your exhaust nexuses and your opponent has been able to redevelop their board state. This is when you drop down your Clavis, select your Archangel Michaela, which also costs seven. So it has to be the same cost as a spirit you have on the field. So drop your Clavis, target your Michaela, all your seven costs are magic will go back to your hand from memory exhaust nexus is seven so that works i'm not sure if there are other magic you can use for seven course we'll see when we get to the yellow magics if there's anything relevant i know pretty much exhaust nexus is the only relevant one unfortunately it doesn't say costs equal to or less than that would be pretty good i guess like just returning everything back um so yeah it's just specifically that cost and importantly it doesn't say any magic it's specifically yellow this is done. Specifically to avoid looping Absolute Eye Shield, of course. Fair enough. This is something that I've wanted to see from um, looping effects like this one. I'm not too sad about it. Otherwise, it'd be way too easy to just target one of your level fours, sorry, four costs and bring back all your Eye Shields. Other than that, pretty cool card. I would probably put it in my Michaela build as like a one or a two of, probably a two of. Even though that that kind of does it draw pretty well. So maybe you can get away with playing one. It does have a very nice Gundam alt art with Wing Gundam, Heavenly Gate, Guardian, Clavis. Very nice. Obviously the effects are all the same, it's just an alt art, but yeah. Moving on to the Void Lord for yellow. Fallen Angel Acadia, Asadia. No idea how to say that. Same stat line as all the other Void Lords. 10k, 6 reductions, Angel, Void Lord. Level 1, 2, 3 when summoned. All non-Void Lord spirits are treated as level 1 during this turn. Very nice effect. Level 2 and 3 during your attack step, while your Void Lord spirits are attacking, they cannot be blocked by spirits with fewer BP than them. And level 3, it has Luster. So this card is what makes pretty much Void Lord tribal, quote unquote, if you want to play that, um, like viable. So you can have your pink Void Lords, your Void Ogre, I think it was called, reviving all your Void Lords that you're trashing um just so you don't have to pay full cost for them and then void lords like this one actually give you a win con. it makes your void lords unblockable so they can be blocked by spirits with fewer bp so they can't be trump blocked and most of them are 10k to 15k there are let's be honest there are not many blockers that are that big let's be let's be completely honest and even things that will buff up your blockers like things like rocket city um most most nexuses like that give your blockers Additional attack boost when they actually block. So this doesn't work because to declare a block, they have to be just as big, and they won't be just as big until they block. If that makes sense. So you have to preemptively suppression something or boost something to fifteen k even just to be able to block these void lords. And let's be honest, most of their effects are really good. For example, like the ogre has curse on it, so even blocking that feels bad. Blocking this one feels like you have to because it has luster. It's probably tough to block this one. Let's be honest, because they're gonna be using exhaust nexus to to get away from it. Um, this card is absolutely amazing. I will be I will definitely be playing this in most of my janky yellow decks and my void lord tribal deck that I'm cooking up, which is absolutely disgusting by the way. I'm running like a 60 card build. So pretty excited for that. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about in this card is the artwork. It looks super super dope. It is pretty much like an empty armor set it looks like. So it's just a chest plate um, with the arms and he's holding a sword but the there's like, there's like no body in there, there's no head, no arms, it's just the, the shoulder guards are there and everything's hovering, it's so cool looking. More, definitely one of the coolest looking void Lords um, and I would say also one of the most viable ones too, which is pretty cool and it also has a very cool all start with the Gundams of course. Moving on to Mace Angel, this is a 6 cost 2 reduction angel with Lust on all levels. 3k, 5k, 7k for 1, 2, and 4 cores. This card is pretty redundant. Let's be honest. We have better lust of spirits, cheaper lustre spirits. This at minimum you're playing 4 for this. It's definitely not worth it. So not too good, I would say. Moving on. Arcana King Charles. 5 cost 3 reduction for, for an other lander. Very cute guy. Very nice beard. <laughs> um, level 1, 2, 3, 1 summoned. Reveal the top card of your deck. If it is a spirit with the same cost as any of your spirits. Summon it without paying its cost. Otherwise, discard it. All of your yellow spirits gain other lander spirit type. So there are a couple ways you can play this card. I'll, I'll talk through the um, stat line first. Um, 3k, 4k, 5k for 1, 2 and 3 cores respectively. So in my opinion, there's two ways you can play this card. You can play in an other lander deck, which I guess if you want to match up all your spirits with other lander, or you can play... Yellow spirits that that aren't otherlander and make them otherlander to get boosts from magic and stuff, you can do that. But the most interesting thing, in my opinion, um, that you can do with this is play a really bricky, terribly inconsistent void lord deck that I was talking about just before, with pretty much your only spirits being void lords or spirits that you don't mind being in the trash. With the main strategy being you summon this guy and you discard the top, or you reveal the top card of your deck. If it's a void lord, you summon it for free, which is a 10-cost spirit you've just summoned for free. Absolutely bonkers. Or you reveal like a spirit that you don't care about that goes through the trash. Things like little spirits that can get you um advantages or necklaces that you don't care about. So pretty much in a deck where you're just focusing on a specific cost of spirit, this is really, really good in. So obviously, 10 cost void lords if you're playing that, which is terribly inconsistent, like we talked about, but I'm still gonna try it out. If you're playing two cost rushes, it's pretty good, obviously two cost spirits like you're going to be revealing two cost periods let's be honest and yeah this is a decent card stat line is obviously abysmal you're never attacking or blocking with this it's just for the when summoned effect or if you're playing an other lander deck you're just using the level two effect pretty cool guy i guess there are interesting things you can do with him talking about the next one this is one of my favorite cards from yellow light emperor lumiere six cost three reduction other lander when summoned, select one of your spirits, it gains blessed during the turn. In level 3, it has blessed itself. 4, 6, and 8k for 1, 3, and 4 um, cores each. So this spirit is fantastic. I think stat-wise, it's pretty decently statted. Not like it's, you know, it's not amazingly statted. It's not a red card after all. It's only a yellow card. Yellow cards are, tend to be pretty terribly statted. This one's decent cost wise it's okay you're paying free for this won't someone give anything you have blessed so it doesn't specify yellow spirit doesn't specify cost does not care what it is you're just giving something blessed absolutely amazing um neat things you can do with this there is a green burst that you can activate on your burst of course and summon anything from your hand using calls from your reserve you can do this in the attack step if your opponent meets the obviously the requirement for the burst and someone is doing the attack step to give something that's already attacking blessed which is obviously amazing it's blessed that your opponent can't do anything about there is also things you can do with unblockables of course so you can have your Derm Diners get blessed things like that you'll see um, in a little bit you can actually have more unblockables just from this set give them blessed as well very very good effect so I would highly suggest you get a playset of this card I'm not sure if you know playing four is worth it after all three cores for it isn't the best and it requires four cores on itself to get blessed anyway i think just have a place it ready the card's not expensive it's like a dollar or two at most i think so yeah get your light emperors asap moving on to arcana princess anne this is a weird looking card i don't know if it's like a chess piece that's taken life anyway um five cost four reduction so fairly cheap another uh, other lander. Another other lander. I guess that's say that five times fast. It's pretty weird. Anyway, uh, one, two, and level three. When summoned during this turn, when one of your other lander spirits wait, one of your other no, when one of your other lander spirits, man, this is getting kind of annoying. (laughs) When it's destroyed by your opponent, select one of your spirits, select one of your opponent's spirits, reduce it by one thousand during this turn. This is a pretty terrible effect. It's only for one turn. It's and it's specifically the turn that you summoned it. Very weird. And then level 3, it's get luster. I think this spirit is very close to being good. Obviously getting luster for 3 cores is pretty good at 5k, decent stats. Just the first effect could be a lot better. Reducing by 1000 is pretty redundant, especially if it's after one of your spirits has been destroyed. More than likely the battle is already over. The 1,000 isn't going to make too much of a difference unless specifically your opponent has 1,000 things on the board. Then you can just kill them. But that's not very often. That's not happening very often. So let's move on to the most interesting card for yellow in the set, in my opinion. Arcana Joker. 5 cores, 2 reduction on the lander, pretty expensive. 2k, 3k, and 4k for 1, 2, and 3 cores respectively. Now the effects are super important. When summoned, level 1, 2, 3... This spirit cannot be blocked during this turn. So it's on when summoned, only for that specific turn. Level two and three, when the spirit attacks, select one of your other other Lander spirits. So specifically, can, can, cannot be the same one as this one. Activate one of its when summoned effects with this spirit. So very interesting. If you have this and the dragon, this is pretty much a can't be blocked blessed unit for that one turn. If you have two of these on the board, then they are just infinitely unblockable because they swing select the other one when summoned. the first one's unblockable then swing with the other one uh target the other guy that just attacked he's now unblockable so if you have a way to untap these with regain or something like that that is an infinite attacking loop or not infinite attacking it's just as many regains as you have but they are unblockable for that entire session so pretty much multiple attacks with things that are unblockable A lot of interesting things you can do with this. It it specifies other lander spirits, so that's when the King Charles or whatever his name was comes in pretty clutch. So for example, if you have the Void Lord, Charles, and Joker on the field, I know this is a lot to to ask, but (laughs) in a hypothetical situation, then every time this guy attacks, you can treat your opponent's board as level one for the rest of the turn, because you can swing with the Joker, select your Void Lord, activate that Void Lord when summoned, everything's level one. Pretty pretty good in my opinion there's a lot of things you can do with joker super versatile the only limitation is that it specifies other lander spirit and when someone defects so hopefully we'll get some more maybe in set three for now all we have is pretty much the dragon that's good and himself so yeah it does say select one of your other other lander spirits but it doesn't say that it doesn't say a spirit that is isn't arcana joker if that makes sense so if you have two jokers on the field. And that works completely fine. So yeah, pretty interesting guy, in my opinion. I love him. Uh, moving on to Arcana Beast Queen. This one's okay. Four cost, three reduction. You're paying one for this. Once someone select one of your opponent's spirits, reduce its BP by 2000. It is a 2k, 3k, 4k for one, two, and three cores. Stat-wise, it's, it's like okay. You're putting three cores in this for 4k just to go around Burning Force. The only interesting thing you can do with this is multiple... Eff- activations of arcana joker so you can play this for one reduce something by two play arcana joker swing with arcana joker reduce the same thing by two again you're reducing it by four then you can i guess do some other stuff like nexuses and exhaust nexuses but this is okay i'm not going to be running this unless i'm playing a specific like other lander repeat deck like where you loop the same effect over and over again um but for now it's it's really not happening so that's it for the first part of yellow. There's another second part with Birdfolk. So, Air Brigade Captain Raphael is the X-ray for this sort of segment. Seven cost three reduction bird folk. 4K, 5K, and 8K for one, two, and four cores. There's a lot of text on this one, so I'm just gonna take it slow. Okay, level one, two, and three, when the spirit attacks. Select a card that costs two from your trash and return it to your hand. Level one, two, three, when the spirit attacks. If you have four or more level one spirits, Select one of your opponent's spirits to reduce their BP by 3000 during this turn. And specifically level 1. Level 2 and 3 during either attack step. When a core is placed into your reserve, select one of your opponent's spirits treated as level 1 during this turn. And that is during either attack step. Thinking about this spirit, is this spirit good? This is one of the spirits in my opinion that has a super high ceiling and also a super high floor in regards to how difficult it is to actually get it online so this spirit by itself does pretty much nothing let's be honest it maybe recycles at two costs and brings it back to your hand tops that's pretty much it by itself if you have four or more other level ones like and it doesn't even count itself it's four or more other level ones so like two of your opponent's spirits reduce them by 3k i guess it's okay the second the third effect sorry is pretty interesting where you can treat something as level one i think that you know, area of effect. Um, I didn't mean, not not as in AoE, as in like that effect type where you get to treat something as level one is pretty underappreciated in my opinion. So things like Phantom Beast Linlin from set one, the Void Lord from set two, and this one from set two. Pretty interesting effect. It just makes something level one. It kind of stuffs up your opponent a lot. It makes them more susceptible to Exhaust Nexus, which you're already playing. But just this specific effect is really, really hard to activate. So yeah i don't i'm not actually a big fan of this card moving on scout crondale five cost three reduction Birdfolk. when destroyed no level attached reveal the top two cards of your deck add one bird folk to your hand and discard the other okay um then he has level one two three during either attack step level one nexuses lose their effects and cannot regain them this card is terrible, <laughs> I don't know why you play this, I guess if you're playing like a dedicated birdfolk deck. There's not even that many birdfolks out right now though. And the stats are so bad, 3k, 4k, 5k, 1, 2 and 4 cores respectively. Yeah, let's move on from this one, this one's uh really not that good. Air Sniper though, Air Sniper Breeze is very interesting, 2 cost 1 reduction birdfolk. During opponent's turn, all of your yellow spirits that cost 4 or more cannot have their cores removed by your opponent's effects. If you're a Michaela deck, you're probably playing this because you're just extra protection against purple during your opponent's turn. Pretty good. Um, stat wise, this is terrible. 1, 3, and 4k for 1, 3, and 4 cores. Really, really bad. But you're just playing this for extra protection against the yellow, I guess. Yeah, interesting. And then we have Crocodile, baby. Let's go. Crocodile gang, rise up. 4 cost 2 reduction. Fable Beast. Very interesting and very important um, type to be. 2k, 3k, and 5k for 1, 2, and 4 cores, respectively, level 2 and 3. It gains Blessed if it has a Soul Core on it. Fantastic. This thing is pretty much always going to have the Soul Core on it. In Blessed specific decks, you don't have anything else to do with the Soul Core. So you're just leaving it on this dude with another Core on it. It's 3k with Blessed. Obviously, it can be Burning Force, let's be honest. But it's just another another annoying Blessed unit that you're going to be needing to block. Cool. And it's a beast. We're drawing, baby. Love to see it. Um, the other few are Vanillas. There's another Spirit, Princess Hachikazuki. Level 3 gets Lustre. 2k, 3k, 4k for 1, 3, and 4 calls respectively. Terrible Spirit. Let's move on. <laughs> we don't want to talk about that. And there's Toy Hero Musashi. Is the last Spirit for Yellow. That has an effect because I'm skipping over the Vanillas. 2 cost, 1 reduction, Toy. When destroyed by your, by your opponent, no level attached. Reveal the top card of your deck. If it has the same cost as any of your spirits, add it to your hand, otherwise discard it. This is pretty much a two-cost rush special at this point. They all kind of do this thing. Um, Obviously, the stats are terrible. 1k, 2k, and 3k for 1, 2, and 3 cores. You're pretty much never having this above level one. It's just another cheap guy, two-cost unit. Not too bad. That's done with the spirits. Not too much else to talk about. There are obviously interesting ones like the Void Lord. Arcana Joker, the Dragon Dude, and Clavis the Angel. But yeah, let's move on to the Nexuses. Alrighty, I have returned. I just went to get some water. But let's continue with the Nexuses. Most of these are pretty bad, I think. So just like the rest of the set two, this I don't know what they did with set two, but they were just like, let's just make a bunch of good spirits and no good Nexuses. Bar maybe like one or two. Anyway, four cost to reduction, ticking floral clock. This is level 1 and 2, all of your one, level 1 spirits gain a thousand. Level 2, during your opponent's attack step, you can flash, destroy this to treat something as level 1. This nexus is absolutely doo-doo order. I don't think you should be running this in anything. Um, unless you're running like a, like a level-changing deck with a bunch of the level-changing effects. If you aren't, just for a bit of fun. But competitively speaking, this nexus is not that good. Moving on to Secret Flower Garden, this is sick, in my opinion, 4 cost 2 reduction nexus, level 1 and 2, when one of your yellow nexuses is destroyed by your opponent's effect, place a call from the void to your life. And then it's got another effect where you can boost stuff by a 1000, that doesn't matter though. So, if you're playing a blessed deck, you're probably playing 4 of Cathedral and 4 of the Fabled Nexus, if not, you're playing 3 of one and 4 of the other. That's at least 7 nexuses that you're playing, that your opponent is like, pretty much wanting to destroy it on site. If they're playing red, they're definitely burning forcing either of those. If they're playing non red decks, they're still probably saving that burning force for those things. So why is this good? Very obviously, you can gain a life when this happens. So your opponent has two choices, either destroy this first to prevent multiple life gain st- stacking, pretty much you get only one life for this specific Nexus. With this scenario, you get a whole new turn of having your other two nexuses that are actually relevant in the game or your opponent can destroy the other nexuses not this one which are more relevant but healing you at the same time so it's a bit of a give and take um, healing effects are still a bit iffy in this deck um, sorry in just the game in general there aren't many effects that do this other than blessed itself so having one attached to a nexus is really really nice to see it does specify yellow nexuses so purple players you can't do this to quote-unquote protect your netherworld depths i'm sorry that thing is still dying and you're not getting any life um <laughs> yep yeah, but moving on harpy i think is how you said that Har- harpy nest palace focus to reduction nexus level one and two during your attack step when one of your bird folks is blocked Treat the blocking spirit as level one here we go again with the changing levels and then level two for one core during your opponent's turn when a core is placed into your reserve you may exhaust this nexus to select up to two of your spirits place any number of cores from them to sorry on them from your reserve so this is the one of the only ways one of the ways we have to move things from reserve to or spirits during flash timing or during the opponent's turn it's how you get your bird folk boss to activate its effect and make things level one i think it's pretty decent if you're playing a bird folk deck you're definitely having four of this i think none of these are once per turn so technically if any of these happen so If a core is placed into your reserve and you have two of these, then you can exhaust both of them to do the thing again. um, Move the cores around twice, if that makes sense. So I think it's decent. It's not like amazing. Uh, (laughs) It's definitely like an average nexus. Moving on to the magics, we have the three cards. Five cost three reduction. Very cute artwork of three little card dudes with swords. Burst when your opponent resolves a spirits when summoned effect during this turn all of your spirits gain otherlander spirit type and then you can pay the cost for main if you have three or more otherlander spirits all of your opponent's nexuses lose their effects and cannot regain them during this turn so what does this mean if you're playing an otherlander main deck and you want to give your yellow spirits otherlander like i said before with your king you can also do this with this card so this card specifically gives non yellow things the otherlander spirit type so this card opens up a whole new topic of the Arcana Joker copying when summoned effects that aren't yellow. So it can copy Beldogors when summoned effect, it can copy the uh, Thunder King Leon from the red set one, I think that's how you say him, so the the board wipe for two costs or lowers, it can copy any when summoned effect, if specifically you meet these conditions and it's only during the turn. So for this to be relevant, it would have to be done on your turn which means it would have to be done in the attack step. So actually, it's redundant. <laughs> you can't really do this um, to a relevant degree. I'm pretty sure the game devs probably made it happen like that, just so we can't completely ruin Arcana Joker. But yeah, interesting card on the least. We have Somersault, another annoying card for people that are going to be versing yellow. Six cost three reduction, so you're paying three for this. Bit rough but main your yellow spirits cannot be blocked by your opponent's level two spirits this turn absolutely disgusting so let's be honest how often do we see a board for the level three spirits not very often it does specify level two so if you have a level one spirit that can block um yeah this card is kind of good your opponent is like you're not, obviously not activating this unless you see that your opponent has level two spirits otherwise this just does nothing so pretty situational But yeah, decent card. Magic Mirror on the other hand, absolutely terrible. (laughs) 4 cost 2 reduction, flash. The next time your opponent would select your Spirit or Nexus while using a Magic card, you can select it instead. This is absolutely terrible. As you know, Battle Spirits doesn't have a chain link. It just has cards resolving fully before another card can activate. So it's not like your opponent activates something and you can chain this and change the target. Like that doesn't work. The only thing you can do is like preemptively do this and hope your opponent still tries to burning force and change the targets. I don't know. This card's real bad. So last one for yellow. We have lightning arrow. Four cost, two reduction, magic, flash. Select one of your opponent's spirits. It cannot attack or block during this turn. Thank you. This is what we wanted from set one. This is pretty much like hopefully one of the many axe barter counters we're going to have so make it not block so it doesn't really matter if you can't die because all your dudes can go through if you can have multiples of these cards with luster you can loop them every turn and make your whole board unblockable that's pretty much the aim of the game nowadays because you don't really want to be going head to head against axe spider he's winning a hundred percent of the time that's pretty much yellow completely done love to see it some interesting things some not so very interesting things I think the most of the yellow cards are actually very good if you want to run a yellow deck, there are options to upgrade your Mikaela decks or you can run new decks like the Birdfolk deck. There are many things you can do so I'm very happy with yellow for set 2. And let's move on to green finally. So green spirits starting with Eternal Phoenix Tokiwa. It's a 7 cost 4 reduction prey bird with 5k, 8k, 11k on 1, 3 and 5 cores respectively. Level 1, 2, 3, it, has, it gains 10k if your opponent controls a Void Lord. This is just all the time. Passive effect, really, really strong. Level 2 and 3, when it attacks, your opponent selects one of their refreshed spirits and exhausts it. And then level 3, when it attacks, you can remove all but 3 cores from it and place them into your reserve to refresh it. So this spirit is super interesting. Obviously, if you're bursting a Void Lord, quote unquote, tribal or Void Lord centered deck, this is pretty much the only thing beating over Void Lords. It's... Probably going to be at the very least fifteen, can be eighteen. It can also get to what is that twenty one thousand battle points. That is the highest BP we've ever seen. uh, pretty much for any spirit. Obviously well statted. When attacking, tapping something is also really good. The other effect where you can drain it down to three, to refresh it means that it's still going to be um level two when it attacks, so you can still use those um level two and three effects at the same time it doesn't drain it all the way to level sorry to level one so i think this spirit is actually really really good i'm not sure if it's going to be seeing main deck play in anything it could be a side deck staple hopefully if there is a void lord deck to be looking out for then this is the card that you're going to be looking for and it's also the card that got a saga here, which is a very very pretty alt art in my opinion it's got a nice coloration on it some sort of Japanese looking art I'm not really sure what's going on but it's really pretty and it also got a Gundam alt art which also looks pretty cool so yeah love to see it continuing on with the prey birds there's a couple of them onyx bird yata gloss 4 cost 2 reduction prey bird 2k 4k 8k for 1 4 and 8 cores wow 8 cores for level 3 is a lot when it attacks you can select one of your carapide or insectoid destroy it and place a core from the void onto this spirit While the Spirit spirit attacks level 3, so it has to have 8 cores for this to happen. When a core is placed onto this Spirit, your opponent selects 2 of the Refresh Spirits, exhaust them. So pretty interesting, both of the effects work off each other. So if this is on level 3, you can, when attacking, kill one of your things, ramp one onto this Spirit. When you do ramp one onto this Spirit, it is still attacking, so you can tap 2 of your opponent's Spirits. Pretty good, your opponent does still select, so it's not like um, Thorn Prison, I think, is the other one. where you get to select, so it's not like that good, but still decent effect. We've got Strike, which is a five cost C reduction prey bird. One of the players that my locus, Jason, has actually been playing a lot of this card. It's got 2k and 4k for one and three cores. It's got Swift and level one and two. When summon, select one of your opponent's exhausted spirit to reduce its BP by 2k during the turn. So pretty good. You can flash it when something's attacking, reduce that specific attacking unit. You can flash it when you're attacking and reduce a blocker by 2k. Pretty versatile spirit. I really do like it a lot. Then we have on Onmyoi Kingfisher, I think. 4 cost, 2 reductions, swift unit. 3k and 6k, pretty self-explanatory. Stat-wise, it's okay. It's just another swift unit. Nothing much to say about it. We have Queen and Train. 9 cost with 5 reductions, Carapite. Level 1 and 2 when summoned, summon 2 of your aim tokens. Important, these are not exhausted. So the I think it's the green ant soldier that does them exhausted, but this um, one summons them, not exhausted. And level 2 during your attack step, when one of your spirits is destroyed, select one of your opponent's spirits and exhaust it. 6k and 12k for 4 cores. So this lady is super good. Um, anytime one of your chomp blockers or little attackers dies, you can select something of your opponents and tap it you get to select at this time so this effect is absolutely amazing this card is super super good and it gets even better with some of the other support cards that we're going to talk about now we've got ant-man general three cost two reduction Carapite, another Carapite. uh it's got when summoned Summon one of your ant-man tokens exhausted this is the card i was talking about before so it has to summon tapped and you've got 1k and 3k for one and two cores respectively pretty terrible stats but it's an easy cheap when summoned make another dude it's just what ants do. It's pretty cool. We got Emmer Ant-Man, 2 cost, 1 reduction, Carapide. When destroyed, place a call from the Void onto your reserve. That is a non-level specific or level tied effect. So you get that anytime this spirit is destroyed. 1k and 3k for 1 and 3 calls respectively. You want cards like this to be terribly statted so you can get that effect as often as possible. Moving on, we have Worker Ant-Man. This is one of the f- staples for green, I would say. 3 cost 2 reduction carapite level 2 when it attacks place a corp from the void onto your reserve it has a soul corona 2k and 4k for 1 and 2 calls respectively so stat wise on level 2 for only 2 calls this goes over burning force range and ramps you every time it attacks your opponent is going to wipe this off the board as soon as possible so you don't keep ramping it's going to make it so that you, your boss spirits 1, 2 and even 3 turns, turns in advance it's really really strong I would suggest it in every single red deck and to be honest it might be a good idea to just run this in your possibly even your white decks and even your late game purple decks a lot of people are running the zero cost spirits because they essentially ramp well this spirit does pretty much the same it ramps when it attacks not once per turn you know pretty pretty good cool guy it does have to have a soul corner so you can't like have multiple on them going on but it's just a really solid spirit and then you have the man himself my favorite card in green armatory deity Herak dynas Seven cost, three reduction, insect. It's a massive beetle-looking dude, like like Heracross almost from Pokemon. Um, it's got six, seven, and nine K for level, for sorry, for cause one, three, and four respectively. So stats not too high, so it's pretty low-statted, but it's got some bonkers effects. Level two and three, so nothing on level one. During either attack step, all insectoid and Carapod spirits in your hand gain Swift. So every single one we've mentioned so far that's in Carapite or Insect or anything from the structure deck, anything that's printed from here on out with Insect or Carapite in its, in its tribe, you can you get to Swift it during the Flash step. Absolutely bonkers effect. This is something that your opponent is never going to be able to see because they're cards in your hand and they are not usually Flash. So things like the dedicated Swift Spirits your opponent can get used to because they know that Spirit does have Swift. Things that don't have swift that you can just give swift are really hard to calculate because your opponent doesn't know what's in your hand. If Queen Ant is in your hand, for example, can you swift it? Do you have the enough cores? Yeah, it it allows for some really interesting deck building ideas and some really interesting plays. And level three, when it attacks, ramp one. You know, what else do you want, to be honest? And it's got one of the coolest little um, writings on the bottom. The realm of forest had enjoyed 200 years of relative peace. It's very species leaders disdain violence, so pretty cool, peaceful looking guy. He just wants to ramp and poop out some insects and parts. Love it. We've got Mushrentula. Shout out to anyone that has this, please. If you have some copies of this card, hit me up. I've already pulled one, oh, and I need some more. So three cost one reduction when summoned. If you spend a soul core as part of the spirit summoning cost, your opponent selects a card from their hand and discards it. So. On summon, your opponent discards one. You've got 2k and 3k, for levels one and two, but that's redundant. This is pretty much just a chump blocker from now on. Why is this important? Like I said before, with the the armory deity, you can just flash this during your opponent's turn. Maybe late game when they've got, maybe struggling to keep the card advantage in their hand. If you're versing a specific, maybe white who has a tough time drawing cards, this is super good into white in my opinion. Yeah, really good card. We've got Emerald Pinsa, 4 cost, 2 reduction, Insect. When Summoned, set up one of your opponent's spirits and Exhausted. If you have Armature deity, again, this is Flash. It's got Swift. You can do that at any point in your attack step. 3k and 4k for 1 and 2 calls respectively. Also terrible stats, but we don't really care. We just care about this because it's an Insect with a when summoned. And you can Flash it in your opponent's turn. So if you're about to lose, Dimdana just hit the field and he's swinging. And you're, you're about to get a bunch of unblockable dudes coming at you. Flash a couple of these in, tap them down, and you get another turn to live. Very, very good. We've got four cost two reduction, Heaven's heavens Cloak Butterfly, another insect with a when summoned, you can ramp one on something for nothing, pretty much when summoned, and then it's got one and 5k for one and three calls respectively. This one is okay. I don't think we need more ramping in green. It's something green has a very easy time doing anyway. So I would suggest maybe not playing that card. Um, what else do we have? That's pretty much it for the insects that are relevant. And then we're going on to Blade Beast, which is another really short archetype. Dayama Beast Yaiba no Kami is a 6-cost reduction Blade Beast with 1, 2, and 3 during your opponent's attack step at the start of the attack step. Select one of your spirits with a higher BP than your opponent's, sorry, than your opponent's highest BP spirit. Place a call from the Void onto it. So this ramps passively, pretty good. And level 2 and 3, treat the level BP as 4K for all of your spirits that cost 3 of are. This pretty much says all of my little dudes are outside of Burning Force range. That's all this card says. It's pretty much an anti-Burning Force card. I love it. Um, I see that, you know, the game devs might have seen that Burning Force is maybe a really, really good card and kind of buffed up all the load of the ground decks by using this card because it doesn't specify green. So anything that's level one that's less than 4K, drop this guy in the top end and make them all 4K. Can help you avoid, you know, getting beaten. We've got Haunt Fortress Ellismoth, eight cost three reduction blade beast, really cool looking guy. It's got like a city on its back. 1 summoned, select one of your spirits. It gets three K during this turn. Pretty terrible effect. Level two when it attacks, select one of your opponent's spirits for each of your other spirits with four K or more and exhaust them. So it's each of your other ones. So you have to have at least one other thing than this happening, and exhaust stuff i guess that's pretty good actually because it's likely actually no no no. it's likely that it's likely that you oh you play this with the card we just talked about before and all of your little guys are 4k so you can select like five things and tap the whole board down this actually is pretty good now that i think about it in a blade beast deck this card is pretty good we've got 5k and 9k for one and three cores that doesn't really matter because all your opponent stuff's gonna be tapped anyway pretty cool guy we've got our first you know Gale effect, so loyal retainer Ezo Wolf, 4 cost 2 reduction blade beast, with Gale, which is an effect that reads when the spirit is blocked, your opponent selects the specific number of refreshed spirits they control and exhausts them. For example, this card has Gale 1, so when it attacks, your opponent has to select one spirit that's refreshed and tap it. Pretty good. Level 1, 3 cores, sorry, level 1, 3k for 1 core, level 2, 5k for 3 cores. Really, really good guy. Gale is, of course, a very nice effect and you get that when attacks, so pretty relevant. We've got loyal retainer Higumaru, 3 cost 2 reduction blade beast. When destroyed, no level attached, so when destroyed, whenever. Your opponent selects one of those spirits for each, your, so for each of your other spirits with 4k or more and exhausts them. So again, this is the same effect as the sort of city dude we talked about before where you tap stuff. This is the same thing. I'm assuming most, if not all of your board is going to be 4k because of your boss monster that we talked about before that just makes everything 4k so pretty relevant effect if you're playing a blade beast deck and last but definitely not least we've got Fanglord lord tree rafflesio this is a seven cost three reduction plant folk with another gale effect level one two three this time it's gale two when attacking and when it attacks when this spirit attacks reduces your opponent's life select one of your opponent's spirits and exhaust it so very interesting spirit 5k 7k 9k for 1 3 and 5 cores so when you have this on the board you're putting your opponent in this predicament of when it attacks it taps two, and then if you let it go through it taps another thing so if this isn't the only thing attacking and you don't block it then something's getting tapped so it's in a bit of a terrible position where do you block this to ensure that it doesn't tap something that's more valuable because you you do get to pick what gets tapped. So pretty cool looking guy, he's just like a plant guy <laughs> um, with the flower in his neck, you know, kind of cool. But yeah, that's it for the green spirits. And let's finish up with some nexuses and magic. So we've got the green nexuses, Great Arbor Plains. This is a nexus for three cores and one reduction. Select one of your opponent's spirits and exhaust it when placed and during your attack step on one of your spirits with no effects listed is destroyed select one of your spirits and refresh it this is a vanilla slash token nexus so when one of your tokens over in this vanilla is destroyed you can untap something pretty decent it's only during your attack step so it makes it so that you can attack a lot easier decent nexus let's move on great tree gate four cause two reduction during your attack step when one of your spirits destroys an opponent's spirit while comparing bp Place a core from the void onto this nexus. So it's another way to ramp. Not that it's needed, let's be honest. And level 2 during your attack step. Flash. You can destroy this to select on your opponent's spirits and tap it. Okay, another delayed sort of effect. This one taps stuff. Um, Not super relevant in my opinion. Infinite and Undercity. 4 cost, 2 reduction. When you summon a token, place a core from your trash into your reserve. You may place that core onto the token spirit you are summoning pretty interesting and level two for three cores during either attack step all of your spirits with no effects listed gain a thousand for each core on them so at the minimum they gain a thousand because you have to have one core on them to keep them alive and you can get them pretty beefy to be honest so this is an an interesting way to get around things that can board wipe your tokens depending on you know BP effects so and it's doing either attack step so you can get away from burning force range not in the main step though um we've got giant wood castle keep five cost two reduction during your opponent's attack step with one of your spirits with a soul coronet destroys one of your opponent's spirits by comparing vp select one of your spirits and refresh it this is opponent's attack step so you're gonna have to be blocking to be able to kill something then you can untap something maybe the same blocker maybe another blocker and then during either attack step when destroyed effects on your opponent's spirits are not triggered for level two for two cores this is an interesting effect i feel as though it's pretty good against specific decks and not very good at all against others so this is probably a side deck card for that specific effect if you're bursting like a nemesis cycle deck or maybe actually that's the only deck i can think of that makes great use of when destroyed effects so yeah I guess that's pretty decent against that deck. Uh, moving on, we got a few magics. The Ants Strike Back: four cost, three reduction, magic for you. Playing this for one, I guess, and it's got a burst. When your opponent destroys your spirit, you can activate main without paying the cost, so you don't have to pay one, I guess, which is not that irrelevant. And then you can summon two of your Antman tokens for one exhausted. So this makes them summon tapped pretty interesting important to note that ant-man tokens are i think are just all 1000 whereas the white tokens are 3000 so pretty interesting But yeah i guess that's a cool spell (laughs) form prison on the other hand is really really good four cost two reduction main or flash your opponent selects two of their fresh spirits exhaust them so pretty good you can force your opponent to tap down two of their usually worst spirits they're not going to tap down their best spirit And then you can just focus all your resources to deal with that one. Pretty good, especially in purple decks that want to play things like Cordrain, where your removal is actually dependent on your opponent being suspended. This sort of spell is really, really valuable and really important. And it's got a bit of an ult art with some cute guys getting strangled by thorns. So get it going we got carry core, five cost, two reduction, flash spell, place one core from the void onto each of your spirits with no effects listed. So pretty interesting way to ramp up. This is pretty much multiple cores, which is a one cost. I've talked about it in the structure deck. Um, you're paying one to ramp one. So in this one, you're paying at least three to hopefully ramp three, so you can match the efficiency of multiple cores. If you're paying three to just ramp one, it's not really worth it. So unless you have three vanillas on the board, you're not really activating this but the ceiling of this card is a lot obviously a lot higher than multiple cores you can get the chance, the chance to ramp four five six seven cores depending on how many vanillas you have on the board pretty interesting card then we have stamina recovery a three cost two reduction burst when your opponent resolves the spirits when summoned select up to three of your green spirits place a core from the void onto each of them so you ramp three and then it's got flash gain 2000 so pretty interesting um, Important to note, you have to have the spirits to ramp onto. If you have only two spirits, you're not ramping three on two of them. You're only ramping one on each one. So a bit limiting. I wish this card had another flash effect. I'm really sick of the, you know, the throwaway flash of being 2k during the turn. I guess this color does deserve to have one, I guess, because every other color does. But yeah, in, in general, they're not really used very often. And then last but not least, for your Insectoid decks, 4 cost, 3 reduction, Insect Aura. Main or Flash, select the spirit during this turn. It gains a thousand for each Carapite or Insect you control. So during the turn that is, so if you summon something after you've played this card, that spirit will still gain the thousand from that new spirit you've summoned. So if you're playing your Great Tree Deity and you swing in for 9 and your opponent blocks for 10 thinking they would kill it, You can swift a bunch of carapites and insects in to boost it by a thousand for each one. So that's it for green as well. We're done with green and yellow. My thoughts on green are obviously green is very strong. We always knew it was going to be stronger than all the other colours out of the box of set two. Otherwise, you you just wouldn't be able to compete with the other colours at all. So I'm glad that it's strong, but at the same time, there are a few things that it needs. So we can definitely see that. It does what it does really well it taps and exhausted spirits really well and it ramps really well what it doesn't do well is draw cards so if you're a green player who has tested the deck you know for a fact that you run out of gas super fast once you get to your game plan obviously there are ways to amend this you can play your Starblast. you can play your netherworld depths there are various things you can do to fix this um, but until we get some main green draw then you're going to have to be slashing other colors into green I don't think mono green is the way to go just yet and with that we have set two completely finished and reviewed all of the cards are pretty interesting and I'm excited to build decks through them and I hope you are too in the next few episodes we're probably going to be talking about just the decks that you should be building and that you should be looking out for in set two and how they will affect the meta what decks are going to be fun, what decks are going to be probably meta-relevant, and how does the new promotional packs and promotional cards affect that meta, and how can you can fit them into your decks that you have. If you want me to talk about anything else specific, let me know through Twitter, or leave a comment, or a, you know, a review onto this episode, and I'll be sure to have a look at it and see what I can do about that. With that being said, thank you so much for listening. I've been Costa. stay safe, stay healthy, and see you later. Bye!